the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible. I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to Bob Bernie Live on this Wednesday afternoon. Thank you for joining me. Here is my telephone number. 877 877- Bob Live, 877-262-5483 on this 5th day of January. We're five days into the new year already. My goodness. Well, those of you that were um, hoping to out buy a little pot, get a little high for recreational purposes, uh, you're going to have to wait. The uh, group here in Ohio that's pushing for uh, increased sales and use of marijuana for recreational purposes have fallen short in their uh, petition. Uh, They're going to keep trying. There is a new deadline, January 13th. They are hoping that they can get an additional 133,000. That's an additional uh, one hundred thirty-three thousand by the uh, by January thirteenth. Uh, right now, it's not looking very promising. That is good news. The one thing the state of Ohio does not need is recreational marijuana. Uh, take a look at the states where, particularly Colorado. Look at the disaster that legalized marijuana has been in Colorado, particularly for young people, particularly for young people. Uh, If you will remember, if you're a longtime listener, 
I mentioned Lawrence N. Brooks uh, several months ago. Lawrence N. N. Brooks was the oldest World War II veteran and actually believed to be the oldest man in America. Well, he passed away yesterday at the age of 112. Lawrence N. Brooks dead. Well, no, I'll take that back. It wasn't yesterday. It was this morning. He died today at the age of 112. His death was announced by the National World War II Museum, and it was confirmed by his daughter. Uh, he was born September 12th. 1909, and uh, here's here's what I love about the legacy of this man. Lawrence Brooks was black, served in World War II, and anyone who looks honestly and objectively at the way African Americans were treated in the U.S. military in World War II, you have to admit that they were discriminated against. Many, many, many of them served with great honor in our armed forces, but it was tough. It was difficult. And uh, Lawrence Brooks spoke often about his service in the U.S. military, but from what I can read, what I understand He never once talked about any grudges, hard feelings, about the discrimination that he faced. Uh, Quote, Brooks, born on September 12, 1909, was known for his good-natured sense of humor, positivity, and kindness. When asked for his secret to a long life, he said, serving God and just being nice to people. And listen to this. In an interview that he did back in 2014 with the National World War II Museum in New Orleans, he said, I don't have no hard feelings toward nobody. I just want everything to be lovely, to come out right. I want people to have fun and enjoy themselves, be happy and not sad. Here is an individual who had, from a human standpoint, Many, many reasons to be bitter, to be angry, to be resentful. And yet those who knew him, including his daughter, friends, working acquaintances, never heard him complain. He was grateful for the opportunity to uh, serve his country. Uh, Had some interesting Interesting stories. Uh, he listened to this. He often told the story about a time during the war when he was a passenger on a C-47 aircraft delivering a load of barbed wire to the front when one of the transport plane's engines went out. After they dumped the cargo to conserve weight, he made his way to the cockpit. He told the pilot and co-pilot that since there were only two with parachutes If they had to jump for it, he was going to grab onto one of them. He said, quote, we made it, though. We had a big laugh about that. Um, As some of you may know, many of you may not, 
African-Americans often were not allowed in combat. And uh, Mr. Brooks, Lawrence Brooks, uh, was not actually in combat, but did experience enemy fire. Uh, He was uh, working in an engineering brigade and came under enemy fire. Uh, He was not wounded and... uh, He said, we'd be running like crazy trying to hide. They had to dig foxholes to protect themselves and so forth. He was discharged from the Army in August of 1945 as a private first class, worked as a forklift driver um, until retiring in his 60s. Five children, five stepchildren, dozens of grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and uh, his wife, Leona, passed away shortly after Hurricane Katrina. Um, Boy, he went through so much. Uh, When Katrina went through, Katrina destroyed his home. He was in his late 90s at the time, and he was evacuated from his home's roof via a uh, helicopter. His daughter described him as resilient. Uh, Yeah, I I would say so. Anyway, the oldest person in America and the oldest World War II veteran has passed away today at uh, the age of 112. What a great man. What a great heritage. What a great legacy. Uh, Those that served in World War II... Their numbers are declining so very, very rapidly. All right, we'll be back. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. You, you of course, have heard about the incredible traffic incident in Virginia on uh, I-95 a couple of days ago. Uh, Ice, rain, snow, uh, several uh, semi-trucks jackknifed. Uh, It's incredible when when you read the story that, to my knowledge, there were no injuries. Uh, There were no deaths, but people were stranded in their cars, some of them for almost 24 hours. Uh, Joy and I, for a couple of times, uh, have been stranded for a couple of hours. Uh, Many years ago, we were coming back uh, from seeing our daughter in Oklahoma, in the wintertime, and we got around Dayton, and there had been a terrible, terrible ice storm, and the roads were like a skating rink, and I-70 just, um, it was east of Dayton, had come to a complete stop, and we were there, stopped completely for, I would say it was three, maybe four hours uh, we had a couple of dogs with us, and you know, take the dogs for a walk, and 
Uh, and that was bad enough. I mean, it really was. It was miserable. Uh, we ran the car for a while to warm it up, then we'd shut it off. And But can you imagine 10 hours, 15 hours, 20 hours? Uh, one account that I read was 22 hours stuck in their car in freezing temperatures. Well, uh, there has been a lot of discussion. How could that happen? How could that happen in America today? Uh, Why weren't the National Guard sent out? Uh, Why didn't they send out helicopters dropping supplies and food and water? And, and, you know, and and I think very valid questions. Well, now we know who was responsible for this mess. It was the new governor of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin. That's right. Critics are saying, where was the governor? Why didn't the governor act? The governor was absent. He allowed people just to sit in their cars for hours upon hours, and the governor did nothing. That's what happens when you elect a Republican governor. Well, there was there was a lot of that talk, even in the press. <clears throat> There's just one problem. Yeah, one slight problem. Uh, Glenn Youngkin won't be sworn in as governor until uh, January 15th. Yeah, he, he won't become the governor for another 10 days. Yeah. Can you imagine... I'm serious. People as well-known as Jonah Goldberg. Jonah Goldberg, you know, was a Republican, but he was an anti-Trump and so forth. And he said, and he, I mean, Jonah Goldberg is no dummy. He said, if I were Glenn Youngkin, I would have been flooding the zone as images spread of drivers stuck on the frozen blacktop. Uh-huh. <laughs> Other media sources were asking, where is the governor? Why didn't the governor act? Well, he's uh, uh, he's not the governor yet. Who is the governor? Uh, the, the Well, the, the Democrat, Ralph Northam. And a very, very good question is, where was Governor Northam? Um, local Virginia news reported he was nowhere to be found. Uh, no press conference. And uh, the Virginia Department of Transportation, uh, they were absent as well. And uh, but we now who to now we know who to blame. <laughs> the governor who uh, isn't even the governor yet. No, the news media is not biased at all. I just thought that was hysterical. Uh, This is not hysterical. A uh, pro-life student organization called Students for Life of America just completed an analysis of all 700 
84 colleges and universities that are affiliated with a Christian church or a Christian denomination. I had no idea there were 784. Now, granted, many of these schools, the relationship with a Christian denomination is extremely superficial. But here is the the result. Out of the 784 colleges and universities that advertise themselves as being affiliated with a Christian church, 103 of them had some kind of relationship with Planned Parenthood. Out of 784 so-called Christian colleges and universities, 103 had some kind of relationship with Planned Parenthood. Uh, The organization, and again, the organization is uh, Students for Life of America, gave out grades from A to F. A, no relationship with Planned Parenthood at all. Uh, F, up to their eyeballs with Planned Parenthood. Uh, I quote, the 27 schools out of the 103... The 27 schools with F ratings were primarily affiliated with Protestant denominations. Only one Catholic school, St. Michael's College in Vermont, received an F. Uh, Three prominent Catholic schools, Marymount University, Sacred Heart University, St. John Fisher, received a D. But it's uh, interesting that the majority of the schools that received an F rating on a pro-life scale were affiliated with mainline Protestant denominations. A bunch of schools got Bs. Baylor University got a B. American University, um, etc. There were several however, that received a grade of A, which is good. That is good. In fact, actually, out of the 784, the majority of them received an A on a pro-life scale. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 